It's a talk with Micah and friends. It's the talk with Micah and friends. Grab all your friends and gather around. They're gonna have a real time. It's the talk. Good evening, Chicago. I'm representing Angel City Continental, and I am Desi M. Andrews. Yeah. <laughs> 
Before anybody rushes to the stage, we must take pictures and the courtesy. You're all welcome to the baton tonight. If you have your armband, it's complimentary admission. And you'll see our new Mr. Continental there at 12.30 tonight. Your new Mr. Continental is contestant number six, Desley Yes. Well, hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Talk with Micah and Friends, Micah's mini break conversations. Um, most of you haven't seen me in a while, but I hope all is well. Uh, I stay pretty busy with school and with work, um, but most of you know, but most of all through this pandemic, you know, I've been focusing on myself. And honestly, I think that, you know, if we all took that time and an opportunity to really like focus, you know, drill down on ourselves and really, you know, start to exercise the things that we're passionate about, um, we'll be so much further along. And that's just generally speaking. Um, so that's what I've been doing. Um, but I'm back. I'm glad to see that. I hope that all of you are well. And I am so glad to kick off this uh, this interview. Uh, so uh, as we all know, since the inception of the Talk with Mike and Friends in 2013, I've always had, uh, I've always taken the time out uh, and the opportunity uh, to interview many different entertainers and national entertainers and title holders throughout the LGBTQIA plus community. And every year since 2014, I've interviewed the Court of Continental. Um, well, this year is no exception. We've had many other things going on, but this year is no exception. Uh, so today I have with me a former Mr. Gay US of A and the reigning Mr. Continental. His name is Daisy M. Andrews. So we're gonna take a little time today to chat about life, what's been going on, um, being a title holder through this pandemic and what's to come. And I promise we will not hold you uh, too long on tonight this morning, this afternoon or evening, whenever you're watching or listening to this. Um, this interview will be available on YouTube, Spotify, blogtalkradio.com, Apple Podcasts, that's the Purple Podcast app on your iPhones, for those of you who have iPhones, um, iHeartRadio, and IGTV, that's Instagram, on my personal um, Instagram page, which is I am Micah Pierce. Just name a few, okay? So without further ado, let's welcome our Continental King and my friend, Mr. Desi M. Andrews. Hi. Hi. <laughs> How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm well. I can't complain. I can't complain at all. Um, it's really good to see you. Uh, I haven't good seen you, you uh, oh my since, God. since I think, what, my preliminary in February of last year? <laughs> yeah, it's been a, what, a year and a couple months. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Uh, <laughs> don't remind me. But uh, no, it's good to see you. And I'm honored to share this space with you on today. 
Um, I really hope that you are ready for this conversation. Um, the experience that is the talk with Micah and friends. I did have the, the fortunate opportunity to interview your plus queen as well as your elite queen. Um, we did that in 2020. So now it's your time, your time and your turn. Um, so are you ready for the questions? Are you ready for the I, conversation? I'm ready. Let's go. Okay. Um, <laughs> My, my first question, uh, so we can get it out the way, uh, before we even get down with all the good, juicy questions and stuff like that, um, how are you and your family, especially through this pandemic, um, and it's still going on, so how is your family, how are you, know, how are you guys doing, how did you deal with it, you know, all of that good stuff? Um, you know, it was, I'll, it's hard to say because I'm a homebody anyways. So this pandemic kind of just gave me a big excuse just to be home. But, um, you know, my family, you know, we're doing really well. Um, you know, we kind of just took it day by day, really. That's all you really could have done. Um, but, you know, my family and my husband, Manny, we, you know, we decided to, you know, take other adventures. My husband started mm -hmm. his own business. Um, so we kind of just did um, day by day, really. We kind of mapped out what i wanted to do for continental i was still working i got to be able to work from home and so you know it, life kind of still kind of went go went on but yeah. at a different pace for sure so it wasn't the busy 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 it was kind of like slow down stop speed up slow down stop so yeah <laughs> right no i i, I totally get it. and and i'm a homebody myself so I enjoyed being home. I didn't yeah. mind being home. I saved a lot of money being home. <laughs> I didn't have to shop and all, all that kind of stuff. So listen, yeah. um, it, was, it was a blessing, you know, in, in disguise. And, and for some, you know, unfortunately, unfortunately for some families and even my family, you know, experienced death. But, you know, such is life. And um, but I'm glad that that you're here. I'm glad that your family is doing well. And um, so thank yeah, you so thank much you. for sharing with me. You're welcome. Yeah, absolutely. Um, now I had the you know little reel in there, you know, in the beginning showing your um showing your experience at Continental. Uh so hope hopefully you all enjoyed that. Um and that feels I, like forever ago. <laughs> I know, I know, but I cannot wait to be in that room again, um, to, to be amongst, you know, family. Um yeah. As mentioned in the opening, um, when I was speaking um, in the opening, uh, you are a former Mr. Gay USA and you're the reigning Mr. Continental. Um, but I wanna ask you a question that I'm sure you may have been asked on other interviews and stuff like that, but you know, uh, I wasn't privy to them. I didn't see them. Yeah. <laughs> Not I wasn't shading. I just, you know, <laughs> I'm, I'm really like, you know, I, I, I'm taking a step back now. I'm, you know, I'm trying to refocus and stuff. But uh, now I want because I don't know the answer. I, I, I you yeah. know, I, I want to know um, how did you become Desi the Entertainer, and how did you become an Andrews? So those are two. Okay, questions. so I. Desi the Entertainer, well, Desi's my real name. Mm -hmm. And so I kind of kept that as my stage name as too because I've been performing and dancing since I was a kid. I mean, they have videos, my mom has videos of me and pictures of me dancing at weddings and quinceaneras and all that mm -hmm. stuff. So I've been performing forever in my own mind and space. But um, backup dancing started with the uh, drag queen back in Albuquerque, New Mexico, where I'm originally from. Okay. So um, I just started backup dancing um, for drag queens there. And then, um, you know, I just was like, I met Jordan Matthews from El Paso, Texas. 
And um, I was like, he was the first male entertainer that I saw. And I was like, I could do it. Like, I know I can do this. Like, I don't right. belong in the background. I belong uh -huh. in the front, my own spotlight. And so that's how I started entertaining. Um, and then how I became an Andrews was a funny little story. Rita Andrews is my drag mother. Um, mm -hmm. And we went to Corpus Christi for a gig together. And we just started drinking and having a good time. And then I performed, she performed. And at the end of the night, she was like, I see so much in you. And Erica would love, love, love to have you as one of her kids. Um, mm -hmm. And so I'm going to snatch you first. And that's mm. what she did. And um, by the end of the night, I was an Andrews because of Rita. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Yeah. But you know what? So um, it's funny, but at the same time, it's like, you know, refreshing to know that a lot of male entertainers or male leads or even a lot of just entertainers, you know, throwing in female impersonation and female illusionists in there as well. They start out in the background, you know, mm -hmm. like I'm in the background, I'm dancing, you know, I can name a lot of guys that started yeah. that way. And then it's like, I think I can, <laughs> I can, do, I can do exactly what I'm, who, you know, I'm, I'm dancing behind this guy. Or I can do exactly what he's doing, if not better. Exactly. Um, that was my mindset. I was like, I can do it better. <laughs> right. So yeah, no, so that is a common thing. Like, you know, people say, hey, you know, I can do it. I have the talent. So that's interesting. Yeah. So. You spoke about, you know, the Andrews and Erica and Rita. And so I want to bring this picture up here. Oh. You know, uh, <laughs> yes, Andrews, the legacy. Uh, <laughs> my question, uh, and and rest in peace, Erica Andrews, who's also a former yeah. Miss Continental, uh, among many other things. Uh, yeah. What are some commonalities? You know, because they, they say, you know, like if you are a Bonet or if you are a Lord or an Andrews or a St. James or whatever you are, right? Um, if you share a last name or a family last name, that you have some type of commonalities and some of the same, you know, type of things, uh, personalities or whatever. So what are some uh, commonalities that you that you believe that you have with other family members of the Andrew dynasty? Um, I would definitely say our confidence. We're very, very, very confident. Um, even, you know, and we all want to look our best. Um, mm -hmm. No matter if it's from registration to your give up, you know, we were always taught you look 100 no matter what. So and fashion forward and, you know, that sex appeal and that, you know, how she always used to like slowly walk and give you that sexual sensual yeah. kind of thing. So it was always that's something that I picked up from all the Andrews is that that beauty, you know what I mean? And so that's uh, something that I feel that I definitely do have because of the Andrew's name. I like, right. I picked it up. So I kind of have that suave, mente kind of thing. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah, no, I get it. And, and, and I, I, I'm glad that you said confidence because it's very important when you're coming to any, any competition, but more so continental, that you have that confidence, that you oh, have yeah. that, that quad, that you have that on stage personality that you know shows and shines through, right? Um, so and then and you know, just saying, go ahead. Just saying that too, like um, a lot of people that knew Erica when she was doing on stage question and answer, and she made a joke about, yeah, I've been studying CNN for all uh -huh. this time, and this is the they, question. <laughs> yeah, and right. but a lot of them said that was her being smart to give her time to think about the answer. So I took that into consideration when I made the joke with coffee. I was like, I need to somehow 
have that extra little time to get my thoughts together instead of just rushing right into it. And that's something I picked up from her. And I was like, that was such a smart, even though she wasn't, even though she wasn't probably think of it, but it was a smart Mm -hmm. move to like give her time. Okay. Now I know what to say and I can say it correctly. Right. So, yeah. And even when you were talking about just the the way that you walk or the way that, you know, the Andrews are, you know, in gown and from where, like you gave us that, you know, in 2019, you know, yeah. you, you weren't rushing. You were like, I spent a lot of money on this. <laughs> yes, I did. I'm <laughs> from Mr. Carlino. Y'all need to get into every inch of what I'm presenting. Okay. You're going to eat every single ounce of me. That's what I was Absolutely. Okay. So I want to do some, um, l- let me go to my rapid fire. I'll do some <laughs> rapid fire questions for you. Um, and, you know, first thing that comes to mind, just, you know, answer it. Uh, what's the best compliment that you've ever received? Um, I'm nice. Okay. What is something that you can't do? Sing. (laughs) (laughs) Window or aisle seat? Uh, window. Uh, (laughs) Me too. Always. Uh, (laughs) What's heavily played on your playlist right now? A Doja Cat. Okay. Who is your favorite solo artist? Rihanna. Hmm. If you weren't living in Texas, what other state do you think you will be residing in? Um, Chicago. I really oh. like Chicago. Okay. Mm-hmm. First celebrity female crush? Selena. Mm, when I was a kid, yes. Yes. Favorite celebrity male crush? Justin Timberlake. (laughs) And the last one. If you could raid one male entertainer's closet, who would it be? Oh, my God. um, Judas. Judas. Okay. Oh, my God. Or Jeffrey Kelly. Either one of them. They really have good outfits. Okay. All right. You're you're right. You're true. Okay. (laughs) That was the end of our rapid fire. You know, I gotta get some music to it. You know, so <laughs> our rapid fire segment. You gotta um, get like some like. Pew, pew, okay, pew. <laughs> I'm gonna figure something out next time. Uh, but yeah, I love those questions. Um, okay, so let's get back into it. Um, what do you feel? And I ask this question all the time on every one of my interviews, um, from the Mimi Marks to the Jasmine Bonet to the Tommy Ross to, you know, Aja Dupree. Everybody has been asked this question. Some people can't answer it, but I'm hopefully you can. What do you feel is the biggest misconception about Desi M. Andrews? Oh my gosh. Um, oh my God. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, that I'm... Um, I don't know. A lot of people say that I'm always very fashion forward, but it takes me forever to figure out what to wear. Okay. Like it takes, I have like a lot of ideas of what to Mm -hmm. wear Mm -hmm. and it never comes out to what I thought of the first place. So I don't know, but that's not very good either. I don't know. Well, because you could be like fashionistas. People think that fashionistas automatically, like no matter what, they automatically put a, a look together. Yeah. with their eyes closed but for you it's kind of like well a, i actually get there <laughs> it yeah it's a process it's a huge process for me because i'm just like 
do what if it's what if it's hot or what if it's cold and then what if yeah. like so my mind goes like six different other ways so mm -hmm. yeah i guess that's probably one of them i don't know so does that mean when you travel you travel heavy oh yes yes and i take hot and warm stuff and because you never know stuff. yes you never know you it can say it's going to be 75 today but when you get there it could be 62. <laughs> yes and, and i only use probably like 20 percent of the stuff that i took so <laughs> yeah, I, I, i'd rather have more than enough than not enough exactly <laughs> um so here's another one and i'll give you an example um so the question is, give me a personal pet peeve and a pageant pet peeve. A personal pet peeve and a pageant pet peeve. For me, they kind of go hand in hand, but the personal for me is um, I cannot stand to be in a room if I'm at a conference, if I'm at a meeting, in a strategy session, class, whatever, and there's someone speaking and there's sidebar conversations going on. Like, oh, I, yeah. like it drives me absolutely insane. That's a personal one for me. But it kind of goes hand in hand with my pageant pet peeve because when I am at a pageant and I'm not judging or I'm backstage directing or whatever, and I'm just a spectator, please do not sit by me and talk to me the entire time. Talk to me between the segments, you know, between the categories or during intermission. But I really can't stand for someone to like talk to me throughout the pageant. Um, so that's my pageant pet peeve. Okay. So I guess my personal pet peeve would be. Um... I don't know, uh, like not, how do I explain it? Like not leaving, not keeping your area tidy, I guess, like mm. leaving random stuff. Around. Like if there's a trash can, like two feet away from you, just throw it in the trash can instead of just leaving it there and bundled up in a little ball. So that's mm. like my pet peeve. And I, I guess it goes hand in hand with my pageant stuff because when I'm getting ready uh -huh. or um, getting ready for a pageant, I don't like to have everything all over the place. I like to have it in a certain, like my talent night stuff, my, uh, Formal wear stuff, my, you know, my swimwear. Like so, like I would like to keep everything very organized. I don't have so OCD. Can... That's that's not. I'm not. That's not what I'm saying. I'm just saying. Like... <laughs> that's just a, it's a pageant. You, and, and, and I'm sure maybe you may not be able to relate. I mean, you probably can. But where there's other contestants, you know, not, we're not just saying continental. We're saying any pageants you've ever been in, where it's like your stuff is nice and tidy and neat. And then over here across the room, it's like, wow, like, how are you getting yourself? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Where are you finding all of this stuff? So, yeah, yeah, no, I get it. I get it. I'm with you. So I'm going to throw this picture up here and I'm going to ask you a question. Let me get to it really quickly. Where is it at? Where, there we are. Okay. Oh. <laughs> so uh, tell me, you know, how did you and your partner or husband, you know, some people say partner, some people say husband, um, Manny meet? And and what was it that made you realize that he was the one for you? Oh, my God. Um, so we first met in 2014. I was still okay. living in Albuquerque, New Mexico. And um, I wanted to do a pageant in Texas because I wanted to compete with all the Texas boys. Mm -hmm. And it was uh, Mr. Hot Body Texas, and that's I did the pageant there. He saw me. He was there. His first line was like, "How much is your booking fee?" <laughs> mm -hmm. So that's when we first met. Um, we talked a little bit, then we kind of got uh, out of um, communication, and then we started back. And I saw him again when 
I was helping a friend dance for Mr. Gay US of A. And then mm -hmm. that's from there, we didn't stop seeing each other from there. So we just, yeah, that's it. And, and, and what, was, what, go ahead. I knew he was the one when, um, when it was just like, I want to constantly talk to this person. I want to constantly mm -hmm. get to know him even more. And, and it was all genuine conversations and it was genuine talks and we would stay up late at night and FaceTime mm -hmm. and all this stuff. And, um, I, that's when I knew I would, I knew that like when I flew to San Antonio and we had to leave the plane and he was going somewhere else for work and I was going back home. And like, that's when I knew I was like, I was crying the whole way to the whole, like the gate and everything. And I, that's when I was like, Oh my God, I hate doing this. So yeah. Wow. I, and, and what, what I, what I really, um, uh, like about uh, Manny, and I think that it's important, especially when you're an entertainer and you're in relationship, that um, you have someone that has your back that is very supportive and they understand the industry in which you are part of. It's very yeah. important. And um, from my, from the outside looking in, it seems to me he he's very supportive, understands the business, and um, is going to ride with you regardless. Oh yeah, I'm super, super, super blessed because he was, uh, he's a former Mr. Texas USA, and so he knows all about the pageant world. He's judged okay. a lot of the pageant. So he, yeah, he, he ju he's judged Miss Texas USA for years, Mr. Texas USA, Mr. USA. So he's been in the whole USA okay. family for years. So okay. he knows in and out. And I trust me, I wouldn't be where I'm at if it wasn't for him because oh. he has made me um, be creative and be more successful. So yeah. That, yeah. Yeah. Now going, thinking back, you know, it's been so long ago. <laughs> <laughs> thinking back, uh, didn't you win interview? I did. Surprisingly. Okay. <laughs> All right. So that's where we're going. I, I knew I was right. And I didn't, you know, I didn't go back and check the scores and all that. I was like, you know, I think you did. So, uh, so you want to interview. Okay. And it seemed as though, like you said before, you were shocked by the award. Um, interview is definitely a category that I enjoy as a judge because interview allows you to really get to know the contestant. It allows you to see how they choose to stand out from each other. Um, and most importantly, how the, how the contestants function in a group of people they either don't know, they know, or maybe be somewhat familiar with, or just, you know, don't, you know, like I said, don't know at all. Um, for you, Mr. Interview Winner 2019. <laughs> what was your strategy, you know, when coming into interview, if you even had one? Um, I did have a strategy. I wasn't ex wasn't going into win interview. I just wanted to get my points across in mm -hmm. a very short and successful manner. Yeah. Um, that one thing that I got from Coffee was because she helped me with the interview, and she was like, mm -hmm. "You don't have to go in there and tell a big story." make sure you're always the third or fourth person saying something and it's short, simple, and it's sweet. Like you don't have to go in there battling each other out. Just say what you have to say and say it with kindness. And that was it. And I yeah. stood with that. And uh, I wasn't, I just was being honest. That was it. I didn't, I didn't feel like I had to BS my way through interview or anything else like that. I just wanted to be myself and that was it. So, 
would that be your advice <laughs> to, to, oh, to yeah. the business that's coming? Okay. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Because I've been in plenty of the group interviews and it feels like some of the guys are trying to battle each other out and be the most spoken and the most talkative and the and it just becomes overwhelming. And then your other contestants, well, they kind of feel like, well, I didn't get a word in because he was talking too much. You know what I mean? So I that's my best advice is always just, you know, keep it short, simple, and as genuine as possible because the judges are going to see that. And they're going to see that you're actually genuine, not just because you're a talkative person. So Absolutely. And yeah. your story, your story is your story. You know, yeah, your exactly. response is your response. You know, um, and um, you know. And as a judge, I'm sure you know you could feel when someone rehearsed something or when it's when it's been spoken over and over again. There's no feeling behind it. This is not a question and answer segment. You know, like <laughs> yeah. this is this is a, a group interview. Um, we could have one thought of what we, you know, we may ask this one question and this one question can go from here to there, depending upon the responses that come from the contestants. And so it's always your job as the contestants to just listen, you know, to what's going on. And and you don't have to, like I said, your, your response is your response. Sometimes you'll see, and this is other interviews that I've been a part of outside of Continental. It's like, oh, you, you know, this person has said this. So it's like, Oh yeah, I agree, and this, that, and the other. Okay, you agree, but what? Like, where's yeah. the tangible response? What? What can I hold you accountable for in your response? And so, yeah. it's not to be nervous. I mean, you you want to have your little jitters or whatever, but it's really about having the conversation. And then, for me, also um, seeing how you interact, like I said before, with with your your fellow contestants. You know, because as Mister Continental, Miss Continental Plus Elite, you know, you're going to have exchanges with other people. Um, as you're touring, as you're going to different preliminaries, as you're at other pageants. And I want to see that you're able to really have a full conversation, not only with the people that are judging you, but the people that are on the right and the left, right and the left side of you, too. Oh, yeah, of course. You know, um, but now you said the third and the fourth. Now you gave that advice. Hey, everybody don't wait. Everybody don't wait to be the third and fourth person. Right. Right. You know, and um, and, and don't be afraid to I would say don't be afraid in the event that you don't understand the question or you need it repeated because, hey, maybe five or six people in your group. And by the time it finally gets to you, just just ask, you know, I'd rather I would rather you ask and prefer that you ask if you've forgotten or, you know, if it was a two part question, um, just so therefore that you're, you know, 100 percent clear. So therefore you can give the, you know, your proper response, you know what I'm saying? Exactly. Versus exactly. saying, oh, I think they said this. So let me respond. And then, you know, no, you want yeah. clarity. Clarity exactly. is key. OK. <laughs> <laughs> I always uh, I always tell people that the preliminary is your ticket. Um, it is your qualifier to the national competition. Um, the ultimate goal is to win the national competition, right? Um, but I know that people can get hung up on who wins the prelim, and some can get discouraged um, if they don't come out on top. Um, and when you competed for Angel City, <laughs> you know where I'm going with this, in 2019, you weren't the winner. Um, you placed second. Is that correct? I put, yeah, second alternate, yeah. Second. Um, just... And, and, and I ask this question so people can get context and people can can gain an understanding because this not only relates to just 
intercontinental, but it can relate to any national system that has a, a standing preliminary that, you know, you have to go to the preliminary in order to compete for the national. Um, tell me about your initial feelings, like shortly after the pageant and, um, and of course you getting the placement. And then how did that, your feelings and whatever took place after that, how did that like help you uh, to channel towards, you know, your preparation for the pageant for Mr. Connell? Oh my God. So my initial thoughts were, get me off this freaking stage. I do not want to be here. I want to go home. Mm -hmm. I don't want to be like, I was like over it, over mm -hmm. it, over, over it. Cause I mm -hmm. thought I did really, really well myself. Mm -hmm. I thought I, you know, I thought I improved. Mm -hmm. So I was just like, I'm done. I'm over it. I'm good. But I had a long drive home back to Houston because at that time, that's where I was living. And uh, my husband and I just talked and he was like, you know, Nationals is a different story, Desi. You know, Nationals is always different. You have a bigger stage. You have time to, you know, regroup and think about what you wanted to do. And, um, and it wasn't my first time not winning my national title as not the prelim winner because even in mr yusuf a i was first alternate to mr texas and okay. so um it wasn't the first time and i think that's why i was so heated because i'm like what else do i have to do because i'm giving it what i need i'm giving yeah. my all so what else what else is there and i think it was that fire that pushed me through i was like i can do this i could give them a different side of me i know i there's more sides of what i could give and i just need to focus because i don't think i was fully focused and that's what i did like i i pushed through i literally pushed through i mean i money was short at the time i did benefit shows i did fundraisers i did overnight practices i did you know I wanted it so bad that, you know, I went that extra 300 miles that I had to do. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. Cause then, didn't you give away a TV? I did. I did a whole <laughs> TV fundraiser. Yeah. yeah. I did yeah. a whole TV fundraiser. I did, I think I did like five benefit shows from San Antonio to Houston to Corpus Christi. Like there was just, I was like, I'm going to do it. And if, that means I have to hire a battle and he's expensive, then let's do it. Like yeah. it is what it is. Yeah. So I, I like I, I like that approach. Um because again, you're and, and I I get it. You know, you want something so bad and you don't get it and you're 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 feel defeated and like you know Manny said, you know, hey, you know it's a different ball game when you get at nationals. And like I said before yeah. I've seen so many people you know, in other systems get first run up, second run up at their preliminary and they go to the, the nationals and they win. Um, I was going to say something and now I've forgotten it. <laughs> hmm. um, well, no, oh, I know what I was gonna say. So I like what you said in regards to, you know, you did benefit shows and stuff like that. You know, I, I think what I, what I, take from you doing different benefit shows and raffles and all this type of contests or whatever is that never limit yourself you know don't don't always expect because you may be in a big drag city or a big drag state that oh you won your prelim or you got in second or first or whatever that people are going to say hey we want to do a benefit show for you or, hey what can we do you if you want to be because this is your dream at the end of the day right so because mm -hmm. it's your dream you have to think of innovative ways and out of the box ways of making your dream making your dream your reality 
And so, exactly. you know, I, I say to, you know, those out there listening, like take, take some of what Desi has done. And even if no one kind of reaches out to you and say, Hey, we want to do a benefit show for you or whatever, you know, if you're in one of those States that has a show bar and almost every state and city has one reach out. And the only thing, I mean, the least they can, I mean, the only thing they could say is no, right. Yes or no. Exactly. But you can exactly. just ask them, Hey, I'm competing for such and such. I want to can I use your you know stage for a benefit show or whatever, um, but no I like that and and I think um, if more people you know open their mouths and ask then more bars would you know accommodate you know so yeah think about those different ways that you can do to um, to make some extra cash because it's not it's not cheap it's not at cheap. all it's not not at Continental because it can get expensive with hotels and oh um, yeah. <laughs> So yeah, so yeah, thank you, thank you. I I, I wanted to really hear that um, how you felt and then how you channeled that and and got to the the goal of being Mr. Continental. So, um, I think well, this may be an interesting question. What um, what are the obstacles? Because you competed in twenty eighteen, and you competed in twenty nineteen, right? That's correct. Yes, me. Yes, sir. Okay, so twenty. So in twenty eighteen, you got second overall. Yep. Okay. What are the obstacles that you faced in twenty eighteen that you didn't face in twenty nineteen when you competed? Um, my mindset. Um, I was in a different mindset in twenty nineteen than I was in twenty eighteen. 2019, excuse me, 2019, I was in the mindset of like, this is me. Mm-hmm. And if you, and basically I was like, if you don't like it, I don't know what else to tell you. Like, and I went into like, I'm going to go and have a good time, go have fun, relax. I, I've already prepared for this. It is what it is. Like, really, I went into that mindset of like, it is what it is. I'm going to have fun. Because 2018, I was like, I just came off Mr. Juice of Aid. They expect all this from me, blah, 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 blah. So I was already in my mind just rolling and rolling and rolling. But 2019 was, I was just more relaxed. I was there to have a good time. And I, before I got there, I dotted all my I's and crossed all my T's. And I did all of that before I got there. So when mm-hmm. I did get there, I could be at that relax, relaxed mind state. now it's so interesting because again i've had so many interviews and i remember a lot of them and i've i've been a part of this industry for 20 years now you know being from a spectator to a a prelim co-promoter judge all all that great stuff right and what I have, what I know to be true, and it's said time and time again when it comes down to that question as it relates to continental or other international, other other national system. When I asked that, when you were saying, um, this is it, this is who I am, this is what it is, I'm going to have fun. There's a lot of formers of the system that had that same mindset and won the pageant. Mm-hmm. And it seems like when you go there, you know, the expect your expectation, your personal expectation, you want to win. But when you say, I'm putting everything on the stage, it is what it is. It's going to be what it's going to be. I don't know what else to give them after this. I'm putting my all into it. More times than not, you know, 
you win, or or you have a yeah. good queen. You know exactly. So I, and I, I think what helped. I think what helped the most is being prepared before the preparation before, because then you're not there like, oh, I need to go get this, and oh, I need to go get that, and oh, I need to be here, and oh, I need to like. It was nothing like that when I was there. I was just like, I had my outfit, I had what I needed to do, I need to be here. Okay, cool, I'm gonna be there. And all I was worried about is I'm gonna eat and drinking water or whatever I needed to do, and that was it. And that's I, what it's all about. That was it, I didn't have to worry about anything else. Like, just making sure I was on time. That was it. And I think, it, like I always tell everyone, it, it's the preparation, you have to be prepared to be, be excited about it, but be prepared about it. And if it doesn't work, take it out. Don't worry about always trying to make something work. So it's okay to edit. Exactly. You know, um, it's okay to edit. You know, always have your trusty advisors, people that you trust that are going to tell you the absolute truth, no matter if you like it or not. Um, and go over your package over and over again. And it's okay to be meticulous, you know, because even when you prepared it all right and you think you have it something still may not go exactly how you like it but a lot of times we don't know that we only know exactly. if you show you know mm -hmm. um so yeah no, no i think i think that's that's also great advice um come show up show out and and but be prepared and the preparation is every day you should be checking something especially this month you should be checking something off of your list Oh, your yeah. list should have already been made. <laughs> okay. And that's how I feel about um, my give up now. I feel like I'm competing now. So I have a checklist mm -hmm. ready to go. And I'm like, oh, my God, here we go again. <laughs> right. When would this be over? <laughs> um, let's talk about your talent. Because um, I, I do believe that you are a talented individual. Um, Thank you. You're welcome. Every contestant goes through this um, creative process. Um, or they should, uh, when getting ready for um, for the pageant or any pageant. Um, what's your process and who's all involved? Um, so, oh my God, that's a good question because my process is kind of like all over the place. I have always like three ideas of what I want to do. Mm -hmm. I talk to Manny about it. We figure out what is best, that best fits me. It also gives me a little edge um then once we figure out i say we because he's always there to help me um mm -hmm. once we figure it out then we talk about music and then we talk about an idea and um uh, inspiration and then once we get that then we go from music to videos to dancing to it's a process it's all like one big process of what i need to figure out and how I could execute it myself. So yeah. it's just, it's a lot, but I it's always have like three, four. Yeah, I always have three, four talents in my head always. Okay. And I'm like, I, I could always do that. And I could always do this. And, mm -hmm. and he'll be like, well, no, that's a little too much. And I don't think, you know, you'll be very good at that. Like, he's not mm -hmm. my yes husband. He tells me like, yes, no, mm -hmm. like, I don't think you look, you wouldn't look good doing that or um, maybe you should just take that part out because it just makes no sense. Um, yeah. Like, so he's always like editing me and really me yeah. and telling me to calm it down a bit. So, yeah, yeah it's and, a process. Like, it is. It's like a big process. You don't know where you're going until it's there. 
I think having someone like Manny, like you said before, who's judged other competitions and, and, and stuff like that, that, that has that eye, you know, and say from a judging perspective or even from an audience perspective, because like as a contestant, you can you can see all this stuff on the stage happening. But how does it come across or how is it conveyed to the judges? How does it how does it map up or line up to that score sheet and the audience, too? Because you want it to be entertaining. You know, exactly. you don't want to be yeah. like, OK, well. Okay, I thought I had it, but I don't have it. Like, where's the beginning? Where's the middle? Where's the end? Uh, or I'm left like, okay, now what was that? On the- <laughs> like, I don't know. Yeah, do- exactly. So yeah, so exactly. yeah, it's it, it's a, it's a process. It's a, a creative, a very creative, strategic process. Um, so glad you have someone to help you with that. Yeah. Uh huh. Um, you have proven yourself not only as an entertainer but as a contestant. In my eyes, just from seeing you the, the last two years of Continental, um, of being very versatile in your approach to talent. Okay, <laughs> you know a lot of different songs, right? So, yes. <laughs> where did the I, where did the Bob Fosse inspired talent come from? But you could say, oh, Bob Fosse, but like, where did the I'm going to put this type of choreography to this type of song? Because I thought that was amazing. And the whole so, story. Yeah, so um, obviously I I love Candace Kane and I love mm, Aubrey. I so I, I love their Bob Fosse interpretation of everything. But then one day I was listening to the Jonas Brothers and I was like, oh my God, this gives me like some Bob Fosse feel like I could do this and I could go here and I could go here with it. And then listening to the lyrics and I was like, Oh my God, he's talking about a girl. Mm-hmm. Well, what if I was talking about Continental, the trophy, and mm-hmm. and how much how I get nervous when I'm around you, and mm-hmm. like you make me feel some type of way when I walk into the Continental system, yeah, um, or into the to the Park West. It's a vibe, like it's a feeling that I feel, and I get mm-hmm. nervous. You know what I mean? And just yeah. it just just listening to those and. I, like I listen to that music constantly, so I'm constantly trying to think of how can I portray this, how can I get it where they're gonna understand it. So that's how everything came. I was like, I know I wanted to do Bob Fosse, uh-huh. but then I was listening randomly. Like I'm serious. Like the universe just puts it in your hands when it's right. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I like because I was. Because it just kind of gives it to you and it kind of like your mind just clicks and you're like, oh, my God, yes, that's what I'm going to do. And, oh, my God. And then I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have a dancer that dress up like the trophy and then we're going to dance at the end because it's, that's the song. Like it's it's me and you and it's going to be us together no matter what. So, yeah, yeah that was my Telling mindset on that. Telling the story. Yes. Like, yeah. And, and I, I mean, and I think you're just giving, you know, because think, think about like the younger entertainers who are still very much looking at what others have done and trying to mimic or imitate what has already been done. We've already seen it. We've seen it all, especially yeah. the drag overs that's been around for a long time. So originality, I, I, I feel, really plays a big part. You know, when it comes down to really scoring high, it looking well thought out, it telling the story, it makes sense, and it was entertaining. You get what I'm saying? So yeah. 
I, I like all the all of what you're saying because I feel like that will help those who may because talent is my favorite category. So for those that may struggle in that category, like they may be good in all, all the others, but when it comes down to talent, oh, it's a struggle. I don't know what to do. Like you said, like sometimes the universe will give it to you or sometimes take a song and say, how can I tell the story with this particular song? And you did exactly. that. Thank you. So again, it was amazing. Um, now, earlier we spoke about um, personal misconceptions. What do you think are some misconceptions about Mr. Continental, the contest? Oh, my God. Um, <laughs> oh, you ready for this one? <laughs> yes. Go ahead. Um, that you have to be the most handsome looking, mm -hmm. the six packs, um, great God person. Uh -huh. And I didn't have the best body out of all those guys. Mm -hmm. um, so I feel like I feel like if you direct yourself in the right way to win a pageant and be consistent in other areas, you can definitely be Mr. Continental. Yes, like I encourage anyone and anyone that feels like they're Mr. Continental in their right state of mind to do it because it's an experience that you're never ever gonna get. But I just don't want people to feel like they have to be this Greek God up there because we all are not Greek gods with a body and anything else like that. So, and I don't want it to feel like you have to put yourself in a box because Continental is not in a box. There has been many, if you just look at our formers, we're all diverse in our own ways. Absolutely. So if you think you have to look a certain way, then you're not looking at our formers. And it's yeah. just that simple. That's it. So I mean, go ahead. I'm sorry. No, that was it. That's all. Like, that's it. Like, yeah, I'm. Yeah, I mean, from from the swimsuit to oh, they're looking for this type of you know, Mister and all of that. Like, when people say that now, like, okay, I can get it if you were saying like in the first two or three years, like, oh, you yeah. got this type of entertainer. But when you just look at the 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 lineage and you know the the history and the legacy of now Mr. Continental and all of the formers and how some of them one of their first try people didn't even know who they were you know they were very exactly. new to competing or they won on their second try or you know they did this for talent or that like if you just look if you just go back and look at every year from your year on down you would see that you don't have to be a carbon copy of the next Mr. Continental you are you you know, and, and as long as you present your very best self, um, you may end up walking away with the title. So, yeah, I mean, that is a that whole swimsuit thing. Be confident, guys. Please be exactly. confident. That's all you need to be is confident. Be confident yeah. up there. Yeah. And have a nice looking swimsuit. Okay. <laughs> I mean, yeah, you want to have a nice swimsuit, but definitely be confident, you know. Yeah. And, you know, if you want to work on your body, to whatever, but do that for you, you know. Um, yeah, exactly. That's a lifestyle all in itself, you know, to maintain. You, you took a words right out of my mouth. <laughs> it's a lifestyle, trust me. Baby, okay. <laughs> uh, you have 20 plus guys uh, competing, you know, to compete mm -hmm. for Mr. Continental. Uh, coming to be your successor. Um, some have never competed on that stage, um, while others have. Other than all the other advice that you've given, I want you to really think about this. What true, honest advice would you give them as being a former competitor and now someone 
who has been able to conquer the challenge of winning on your second attempt? Like, what would you say to them at this moment as they have only one month left to compete in Chicago Labor Day weekend? Um, my thing, uh, just if it doesn't work, don't force it. Like, um, that's like, I've been telling everyone that like, cause mm-hmm. they all get in this mindset of like, I have to tell this story and it has to be exactly this story, Yeah. but it doesn't, if you don't get it, the judges are not going to get it. So why are you so fixated on this, this certain part? If it's not working, just take it out because then it, there, no one's going to get it. And you're wasting your time and money and effort on something that's not going to work. So that's my biggest thing is like, if it's not going to work, just take it out and make sure you're as clean as possible. That's it. I think every um, entertainer has a go-to song or song. So I'm going to give you a scenario. Let's say you're booked last minute to perform at a bar. You know where you where you live, right? Good uh, money, especially for it being the last you know last minute. Um, yeah. You are giving two spots that night, so you're gonna perform twice. What are those two songs or mixes you're performing without hesitation? Um, it's gonna be Taja Call Glitter. I love that song, and then it's going to, yes, and then it's going to be um, Sam Smith Diamonds. Sam Smith Diamonds. Okay. Mm-hmm. Now I've never heard. Either one of those. So glitter and diamonds. Yes. Glitter and Because I like glitter and diamonds all over. <laughs> okay. So now I'm gonna play, I'm gonna, you know, I'm I'm gonna listen and see see what those songs are all about. Uh yeah. I just have a few more questions and we'll be done. I thoroughly enjoyed. Um, but uh let the record show everyone. Okay, I'm gonna be serious here for a second. I have never ever given a question prior to interview, okay. But for this one, I did. <laughs> so earlier, I asked you to give me two of your favorite formers from each division of the Continental Pageantry System. And you were able to do just that. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to put them up on the screen by random. And you can tell the people why you specifically chose them as your favorites of the two. I mean, of each division. OK. OK. Okay, okay. So let's go. So the first one, hmm, who would I want to choose? <laughs> uh, I think this this young lady. Okay. Oh, Dana Douglas, former Miss Continental. Annie Lee. Douglas. Um, uh, the reason why I picked her was because she's just been very honest with me. Every time I meet her, every time I see her, even when I was getting ready for Mr. Continental, she was just telling me baby you need to work on this i love this but you need to do this um and she would always say but this is from my perspective of what mm-hmm. i think you need to work on and but she's always been super nice super sweet always very inviting um which i enjoy um just very genuine sweet nice every like she just she just gives me good feels she really is she's a yeah Dana, uh, I take you back. <laughs> <take me> back. <laughs> okay, so here's the next person. Her name is Coffee. She is Ms. a Coffee. former Miss Continental Plus. Yes. Um, I pick Coffee because she is 
so knowledgeable. Mm -hmm. She helped me so much with the interview to look, um, to look at things in a different perspective. And um, she's just, she's just always been so welcoming as well to me, like always, like, I don't think I've ever had a bad situation with coffee and I've worked with her. I've, she's funny on the mic. She's, she's continental to me. Like, that's it. Like I just, it's always good with her too. So I don't, so knowledgeable. Oh my God. So knowledgeable. I could ask her anything and she'll remember. And I'm like, Oh, this is why I go to you coffee. (laughs) I, I, yeah, I, I, I love coffee. I, I met coffee when she competed for black America and she compete, she won with my best friend, which is Cameron black. Um, and so they reigned together in Portia Paris and all in 2011. And from then I've always loved her. And then of course, when she, you know, won Miss Continental plus I was overjoyed and she's the ultimate professional, you know, consummate professional. Yeah. All and like you said, she knows a lot and you could really kind of, if you, if you want to know something or you want some help, she's, she's there for you. Absolutely. So this next beauty, uh, she's basking in the ambience. Sasha Colby. (laughs) (laughs) Sasha Colby, former Miss Continental 2012, I do believe. Why did you choose Yes. Talent. Like that lady, that woman, that goddess, that Hawaiian Mm -hmm. goddess. Oh, my God. She's just so talented. And she can make a whole room stop to watch her. Mm -hmm. Like she just, she just. And every time we have her here in San Antonio, she's, you know, fun, outgoing, talking to everyone. And like, she's, she's who I want to be when I go get older. Like, mm. I just see so much. Oh my God. Like, like talent. That's really it for me. When she's on stage, you can tell she enjoys what it is that she oh does. My- Exactly. Like she she mesmerizes you like <laughs> Yes. That's what I mean. Like yeah. she'll stop the whole room because the whole room's like what just happened? Right. Right. So yeah. You have a true entertainer. Okay. Uh-huh. <laughs> All right. So the, the next person uh you chose, uh be yourself, because there's only one, Khalil. Okay. <laughs> okay. Um, so tell me why you chose Khalil. Um Ever since I started competing, he's just been someone that has reached out to me on a weekly basis, on a monthly basis, just even after I won, hey, how are you doing? What's going on? What do you need? Um, I could help you this way. I could help you that way. He's just been very, very, very supportive and which I really, really enjoy and I love um, because, you know, a lot of guys are not like that. And so... I really enjoy his his wisdom as uh, Mr. Continental. So, okay. yeah, he's definitely one of this next hot young man uh, you chose. Here he goes, Angel Angel Angel. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Why did you? Well, I I picked Angel because um, obviously he's my uh, my great grand drag father. But but I picked him because, you know, when I do need something or I'm like having a down day or I'm like, oh, I need to get this or I need to figure out this or like without even hesitating, he's there for me. He's like, okay, I can get this here and I can put this there. And it's not just that, that he's willing to go out of his way. It's it's hard to find people like that nowadays to like generally want to see you succeed. 
and he generally wants to see me succeed and grow and be the better person that I am. So I enjoy and being around Angel and he just, I don't understand half of the stuff he says, but I enjoy it. <laughs> Angel, Angel, Angel is a good time. Uh, Angel and oh you know, I hung out with Angel um, when, well, I hung out when he won Mr. Gay, because it was me, you, Angel, when he won uh, Gay of the Day, we went out to the different clubs and stuff. And, and also, uh, two, uh, two years in a row, back to back, in or maybe three, um, in France. So, you yeah. know, hanging out and chilling out and staying with, you know, we all hung me, him, and Khalil. So, yeah, Angel, Angel's a cool guy. I like it. Yeah, cool people. The next young lady, Miss Mimi Mark. Say yes. a little prayer for me. Go ahead, Mimi. <laughs> <laughs> I love that photo of her. <laughs> um, she's just continental to me. Um, she is, she's been around for years and I just, when I met her, she was so, like I, all these people have been super sweet to me and this is why I picked them because they have shown nothing but kindness to me. Um, and every time I see her, every time I don't even see her, she'll come around and give me a hug and say, how are you? How's everything yeah. going? And that's that's something that I pick up on. And with her, it's just always good energy. It's always fun. It's always just talking and laughing and having a good time and asking about my life and how, and just, I love her. Like, I love her energy. So yeah. and it, She's continental. Like yeah. people go up and crazy for her, and I'm one of them. So like the, I love one of the epitomes. Okay. Uh, yes. Uh, yes. Come on. Yes. Okay. Here we go. Next person. She's gonna fill up the screen. Okay. <laughs> Darcelle Stevens, Miss Continental Plus. Yes. For obvious sure. reasons, but obvious, what, obvious. What's, <laughs> we we've been through this whole pandemic reign together, oh, but I'm I envy her her outspokenness, if that's mm -hmm. a word, um, just the way she talks to people and the way she can get on that mic and just have a full on conversation and get people involved and get people going. And I envy all of that. And um, it's been just such a good good time to to reign with her, even though we were apart, we still talked okay. to her, it was really nice. Love Darcel. Darcel mm -hmm. actually, um, uh, Cause I uh, officiated my younger, my youngest brother's wedding in Orlando back in April. A lot of people didn't know this because I'm not on, you know, Facebook, but I did. And Darcel actually was the one who notarized the um, oh wow, the wedding, you know, yeah. marriage certificate, whatever. Yeah, yeah. So I love Darcel. Okay, yeah. so the last person that we have uh, is Ooh. capital A hyphen Z S I A <laughs> Continental Elite. So yes. tell me about why you chose, for obvious reasons, but why you chose uh, Asha. Um, I picked her because we, during uh, Westland with the, in that picture that you just showed, we had a time to just sit down and connect. And um, she's always just so, I don't know, like she's just sweet. She's caring. She's like, how are you? How's my king? How's my king? And um, she just talks so highly of me. And when I first met her, I was so, so nervous because mm. she was, she's so beautiful and so kind. And I didn't want to say the wrong thing. I mm -hmm. didn't want to be this type of person. Like I just wanted to, I was just so nervous. And um, it's just, it's Aja. Like 
like once you get to meet her, you're gonna know yes. you're just like, okay, I got it. I got Absolutely. it. So yes. And and one thing about her is that I've known Aja a very long time. Uh, I won't tell you how many years, but I've known her for a very, very long time. <laughs> and um Aja still has she has a youthful spirit about her. She is youthful, yes. you know, but but her spirit is that. But um I don't know, like, well, I do know. I appreciated the love that she got when she won and when she returned, you know, in September as the elite queen, like people were going bananas for her, you know, yeah. and you can tell that is from either interactions that she's had or the fans that she's acquired over the many years she's been in pageantry. So yeah. Um, love exactly. That's it right there. So uh, now that we have uh play, you know, talked about those people <laughs> and the people that, you know, from the divisions, uh, you've given us those reasons and, and, and all those reasons are valid. Um, let's maneuver over to the owner, the sole proprietor, as I always say, and the boss man of Continental, uh, Mr. Jim Flint. Um, now, the question I have for you is not about all about him, but uh, what has he taught you throughout these last two years, okay? And what do you like or love about him? Oh my God. Um, he's definitely taught me that family is first and we are all family. Mm -hmm. um, the continental system is one big family and um, the thing that I love about Jim is that he doesn't get involved in any hearsay she said this and that. he's just honest with you desi don't be doing that desi like and that's what i love about him is he's like he's genuine all the way through our conversations may be two minutes short two minutes long and that's it off the phone bye bye but he'll reach you like hey i'm yeah. just thinking of you and he'll give you that call and that's what i love yeah. about it and he'll yeah. he generally want to know what's going on with day. so yeah and he taught he's he's just taught me to you know to be smart with your friends and you know to always have an open heart to anyone that wants to come close to you yeah to be to be happy with the people that you have around you and enjoy every minute of it so okay oh, um, I, I know about those two minute conversations they're quick. Yeah. That's why I just <laughs> but, but I love and I appreciate it. And 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 Jim, I, I, I just reached out the other day. I was like, did you get my birthday gift? But again, happy birthday, uh yes. Jim uh a baby of 1941, 80 years okay. young. 80 wow. never looked so good, okay. Um, right. so uh, and that's the truth, you know. So uh so rounding that out. <laughs> that is the truth. Um, so you have a queen, a beautiful queen, Vanessa Van Cartier. You can count. You can catch her on uh, RuPaul's RuPaul's Drag Race or Holland's Drag Race, however they 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 frame it or name it. Um, it'll be out um, on the sixth of this month. So you know, congratulations to her. But any lasting words to your beautiful queen before I? Because I, I do have a, a couple surprises for you. So do you have any um, lasting words to your beautiful queen, Vanessa Van Cartier? Oh, what happened? He left. Oh, what? Where did he go? He'll be back. We're gonna wait. We're gonna wait. He's gonna be like, oh my god. We're gonna wait. 
Y'all want to play some music for y'all? <laughs> uh, for those of you who missed it in the beginning, okay, uh, while we're working on these testicle difficulties, we're going to do this really quickly. And it was just before I was giving him the surprise and he just left me hanging. Uh, Desi. Good evening, Chicago. I'm representing Angel City Continental and I am Desi M. Andrews. And that's all you get. <laughs> oh my God. I'm so sorry. My I can't wait. We're, we're gonna have a little intermission. He left me. It's okay. We're gonna go ahead and play. You know, for those of you who didn't see it in the beginning. <laughs> my phone got hot and died. Oh God. Well, we're almost we're we're almost done. I'm so um, sorry. <laughs> no, so <laughs> this is funny. Uh, oh so um where was I at? Oh yeah, I said about your queen. So your queen Vanessa Van Cartier. She is on the new, she's on Holland's Drag Race. It's going to debut um, on the 6th of August um, on WOW uh, Presents Plus here in the U.S. Um, anything that you want to say to her? Um, I just want to tell her, keep breaking barriers because that girl, that girl is knocking walls, glasses, everything in sight. And I am so absolutely, completely proud of her because that is not easy. Some people may not like it. Some people may be not agreeing with it, but I say do it and do it very well. And I know she really will. So I got, I, I was able to uh, get on the phone with her when she announced it. I just was like, I'm so proud of her. And, you know, it's not, it's not an easy, easy thing to do to get on, uh, get on TV and let people see you and yes. be judged through all that. So yeah. I, I'm so so proud of her. That's a huge theme. So, I mean, she's for the for, far as I know, she's made history. Oh yeah, she's the first, the the first openly, you know, post-operative trans woman. You know what I'm saying? Like coming yes. through the door. Yes. You know, and she was our first Miss Continental too. Yes. You know, um, and I remember the letter that she wrote on um because i was still on facebook at the time she wrote uh, just about you know having that you know trans representation on yeah. you know drags race and so um i'm so excited for her um and good luck to her yes she's gonna be amazing she is absolutely and she loves to drag oh so yes. Cool. yes she loves to drag <laughs> she loves to act she loves yes. to do all of that because she's an actress cool. trust me <laughs> so before we end the interview, I'll have another question or two after, which will be really quickly, um, real quick. But I, um, I have a few special guests that would like to say a few words to you. Are you ready? Uh, I, 
I hope so. <laughs> okay, let me. You better not try to be making me cry up on this this show. I'm telling you right now. Okay, well we're gonna see. <laughs> uh, here's the first one. Um, I think I gotta remove us so therefore everybody can see it. So give me. Well, no, I don't think I have to. So here's the first one. Here we go. Hey, what's up, bro? Waiting on with it, sir. Just want to send you some love, some good vibes. Just know I admire you, I appreciate you. I know your reign kind of got interrupted because of the whole pandemic thing, but you did amazing. Um, I'm looking forward to seeing you in September. You had a great opening, a grand opening, so I know your grand closing is going to be amazing, and I am thankful to be a part of it. And you are loved here, you are admired here, and I, you really inspire me. Send you some love, some great vibes. Hey twin, uh, I'm just making this video without makeup on. Um, this is my natural look. <laughs> to uh, tell you that I love you, I think you're sickening, I'm in the bathroom, and um, you're stunning and my favorite twin. So I just also wanted to say that I'm very proud of you. Um, it's been a long two years and I'm sure it's been rough, but you have handled it, handled it gracefully and professionally. And that's just something not everybody could do, but you did it and I'm proud of you and I cannot wait to see you at your step down. Uh, I can't wait for you to turn it out and it'll be such an honor standing up there next to you. But I love you, I will see you soon. Hey Jazzy, it's me, Khalil. I just wanted to take time out right now. I'm actually on the beautiful island of Puerto Rico. Uh, so yeah. <laughs> so anyway, I know Micah was doing this with you and I wanted to make sure that I let you know it has been a pleasure getting to know you these last couple of years. I know it's been tough because COVID kind of threw a monkey wrench, but you made the best of it. I'm also excited to see what people think of your opening. And I know you're excited to present some happiness, uh, <laughs> bring some happiness to everybody. So anyway, and I'm also happy to call you now my continental brother. All right, so I hope that you are having a ball preparing for your step down, and I look forward to seeing you again soon. Bye. Hello, hello, Mr. Desi. I just want to tell you, uh, you have done a great job. I'm so proud, so proud of you. You were amazing. Even during the pandemic, you kept us informed and you were always on social media. So love you so much, Desi. Uh, you deserve every single thing that you have earned in your life. You have worked for your things. You have never let anybody uh, trash you or crush you or do nothing like that. Super excited about everything that's going to come on for Continental Weekend. Love you, love you, love you. Be safe. Uh, I have learned a lot of a lot of things with you. Um, so you're really special in my life. Just want to let you know, you're really, really special. I'm happy you're part of my family. My grandson, uh, love you. Be safe. Love you, baby. Your grandfather, Angel. <laughs> oh, hi. This is Darcel Stevens. Hey, Desi. I just wanted to take a moment to say you have been a magnificent king. Um, I did not know you prior to being Continental Plus and prior to you winning, but I must say, I think you are just the deal. Um, you are a gentleman through and through. You made me feel very, very special. I know you probably only heard of me, 
but when we came together, it was like we were old friends. And you are my king. You are the king. And I'm happy to say you are my friend. Um, you're just a really special person. And you have a way of inviting um, anyone around you that even if they don't know you, that they feel very comfortable. And everybody can't do that. So rest on the Lord and know that you have a personality that's infectious. You have a spirit that's very giving. And you have a love for people. And you have a love for anyone who's around you to treat them with the utmost dignity and respect. And I have to say, when I saw you on stage, boy, you get you a piece. You are talented. You are talented. And I think you have represented Continental, Mr. Continental, to the utmost. And if nobody has told you yet, I'm very, very proud of you. So take care of yourself, Desi, and I hope to see you very, very soon. We're going to give up this shit, and we're going to have a great time doing so. I love you, mister. Bye-bye. This message is for my amazing Continental King, Desi Andrews. No words really can express um, how I feel about Desi. Desi, you have been amazing. Thank you for welcoming, welcoming me with open arms and treating me like a true queen, just always being so kind, so humble and energetic. You have been such a pleasure and joy to work with. And I wish you all of the best in your future endeavors. And I love you so much. And thank you for everything. And thank you for being such a gentleman and being a true talent. Um, God bless you and I'm going to miss you. Um, this is to my Mr. Continental, Desi Andrews, my king. Mwah. Yeah! Did oh, you enjoy God. that? I, uh, thank you so, so much for that. Thank You're you. Welcome. I appreciate that. No problem. I thought it was important to reach out to just a few, you know, um, to let, because because you've been a, we've been in a pandemic and you weren't able to tour nationally and internationally as every or the, at least the last few Mr. Connells have been able to do um, when, even when it comes to like traveling internationally. So um, I thought it was important that you still you know you knew that uh, you were loved, you're appreciated and appreciated, and that um, you still reigned. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And that's not an easy thing to do. And you know, it's first of all, it's not easy. Period. But it's not <laughs> easy in the way in which you had to do it, you yeah. know? And so I think that, you know, you needed to hear from those who um, who know you, who love you, who appreciate you, and, um, you know, who hold you near and dear to their hearts. Thank you so much oh, for welcome. that, I appreciate it. You're welcome. So the last, uh, just two quick questions. Uh, other than touring nationally and internationally as Mr. Continental, um, is there anything that you wish you had the chance to do, but because of the pandemic, you weren't able to get accomplished? Um. You know what, besides traveling and doing all my prelims, no, I think I've done everything that I wanted to do, even during this whole crazy pandemic yeah. year. Like I've, I've got to put out my magazine, I got to do yeah. my internet, I got to, you know, I didn't even get to think I would be able to do interviews like this and I got to do quite a bit already. Yeah. And um, there were, I enjoy them and, yeah. um, no, I've done, I've done practically everything I wanted to do, which is yeah. amazing. Besides, obviously, traveling and seeing people, but other than that, yeah, yeah, you you stayed relevant. You stayed yeah. relevant. 
I was like, I'm gonna push through it and I'm gonna do Absolutely. it. <laughs> Absolutely, because you don't want to. You don't want people to ever ask you like, okay, so who's Mr. Continental? And somebody yeah. like, oh, you know, I don't know. Like, that's I not am. the case with you. They know who Mr. Continental. Is. <laughs> they better know. <laughs> like, where, where were they hiding under a rock? For real? <laughs> um, what's the one thing um, that you're excited to do, or maybe? Uh, excited on like maybe traveling to um, that you haven't been able to do. So so once you you know relinquish your title and all of that, and of course this pandemic has finally released itself. What's the one thing that you're excited to do? Um, just travel, really. Um, I just want to travel, see the world some more. Mm -hmm. um, that's really it. Um, spend time with my well, I spend a lot of time with my husband, but like more of like my family back at home. Yeah. Um, because I didn't get to see them a lot this past year and a half. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, my my nephew's getting bigger, so I want to be there for you know big events for him. And yeah, we have the same birthday month, so I want to mm -hmm. be able to enjoy that with him more often. So, yeah, just travel more, see my family more. That's it, really. Good, good. Yeah. Well, let's not forget. Um, let me look. Let me put it up here on the screen. I don't <laughs> Let's not forget people, okay? Mr. Continental will be one night and one night only. Okay? One night only. I'm not going to sing the song for you. We're <laughs> rusty right now. But uh, Mr. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Mr. Continental 2022 will be at the Park West Theater, September 4th, 2021. Doors open up at 6. Contest will be at 7. Tickets, uh, if you don't have them, pay at the door, baby. Okay. And they're already almost out, so you better do it. Right, quickly. right. So call up. They may have, you know, they usually always have a little extra, yeah. you know, Mr. Continental just hanging around. So, but I let me tell you before I get up, Mr. Continental and I, I, I it used to be Miss Continental, but once I started going to Mr. Continental, I can't tell you who it was that won or whatever. May have been Simba, may have been it's one of them, but it is now my favorite. Oh, uh, it's my favorite contest to watch. You know what I'm saying? To judge, to whatever. Like it's really a good, good competition. So people, come on out and yes. support. Um, not only support uh, our king here, Desi, but support those young men that are getting on that stage to duke it out one night, one night only. And this yes. has happened. So hey, and you get to see all four divisions in one weekend. One weekend. Boom. One weekend. There you have it. Hopefully okay. they keep it that way moving forward. <laughs> well, we'll see. <laughs> um, well, it doesn't hang around for me. Uh, I, I want to say this. Uh, thank you so very much for um, being king for the last two years. Yeah. Um, it takes a strong and a dedicated person to keep the community involved, to re still continuously remain relevant, um, showing them that, that through all of the adversity that we were faced, um, not only as a community, um, but as a nation that you can still rise above it all and reign and reign with your head held high, all while respecting not only the title you represent, but the people who admire and respect and support you in this industry. Um, so thank for that, you. I thank you. You're welcome. I thank you. I look forward to your give up weekend. It's going to be a busy weekend, I'm sure. Ooh. I mean, I'll be ripping and running and you know, <laughs> from here to there, but I'm so excited for it. Kudos again to the court, Darcel Stevens, Miss Continental Plus, um, Aja Dupree, Miss Continental Elite, and Vanessa Van Cartier, Miss Continental, for pushing through and doing exactly what it is that you do. Because mm -hmm. remember, many will compete, but only a few will be.
Continental. Yes. <laughs> As always, I, I want to leave you all with a quote to push you through the rest of the week, the rest of the month, and possibly the rest of the year. Success is not achieved by winning all the time. Okay. Real success comes when we rise after we fall. Success is not achieved, okay, by winning all the time. Real success comes when we arrive, when we rise after we fall. Until next time, everyone, please be blessed. Please be safe. Please wear your mask. Y'all know what's going on out there. Um, please take care of yourselves. So until next time, you all be blessed. Bye. Friends.